I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that man it all starts with a powerful melody check it out today it is absolutely worth the investment the swim master melody course at successwithmusic.com hey let's get to the show this is swim success with music Yo, this is Walt. I am your music coach. You're looking for a new house, Hunter. You're, I like to get this done before the end of summer. Why in the world are houses that you like, they're twice the amount you're willing to pay? Anyways, let's dive in. Again, what's going on, people? This is Walt. This is Success With Music, a show for musicians about music, how to get better at your craft. And I appreciate all of you guys who have been tuning in over the past few weeks. All right. So today's episode, we'll be wrapping up our series on how to market your music. If you've been keeping up, this is part six, and this will be the final installment for this series and we'll get to that in just a moment but before we get started just a few things for you here today one shout out to ron here in ohio i appreciate you sending us a message last week about the book jingle money hey i appreciate it man i hope you're doing well Next, for all of you musicians out there, we will soon be accepting your music to be featured on the show. So if you got a track that you made that you feel is absolutely fire, it's amazing, send it our way so we can check it out. And again, we may feature it on an upcoming episode. Now, if you want to do that, make sure that it is an original track, not a cover, and you can send your audio links to ask at successwithmusic.com. Make sure you include some information about you, your music, your band, your background, that type of thing. So if we do feature your music, we can give you a quick plug. But again, if you have a music link that you would like to be featured on the show, send it to ask at successwithmusic.com. All right, one more announcement for you guys. We will soon be offering insight from other music experts in the coming episodes. So look out for interviews from those in the industry who can help take your craft to the next level. We will be getting into that in the coming weeks. So look out for that enhancement in our shows. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe to Swim right now. That way you can be connected to all the great content that we will be sending your way. As I said, we're going to be getting into our music marketing topic. But before we do, it's the beginning of the month. So you know what that means. Famous musician birthday guest their age challenge. Yeah, don't be distracted by the name of the segment. Be distracted by the fun, huh? 
All right, so if this is your first time playing along, this game is pretty simple. I name the musician. You come up with their age that they will be this month. Pretty easy. All right, so here we go. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. joined Cash Money Records way back in 1991. To this point, he's released 12 studio albums has been featured on TV shows, movies, and of course with other artists. They call him Wheezy. You may know him as Lil Wayne. He turns what age this month? I'll give you a second to think about it. All right. He turns 35 this month. All right. Here's the next one. Alicia Beth Moore. Alicia Beth Moore was born in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Now, this singer, songwriter, dancer, and actress never settled for primary colors growing up. No, she wanted to be pink. Hint, that's her stage name, by the way. Pink turns what age this month? I'll give you a second. To think about your answer. All right. Pink turns 38 this month. All right. Last one. All right. Here we go. Miley Cyrus's dancing kind of got this guy in hot water a little while back. Um, maybe the lines were blurred. Uh, I don't know. A little too much, you say? R&B singer, songwriter, musician, composer, and actor, Robin Thicke, turns what age this month? Robin Thicke. He turns 40 this month. Well, hey, if you did well on this quiz, raise both of your hands, clap one time, and consider that to be my high five to you. You're listening to part six of our music marketing series. Though we'll discuss music marketing more in the future, this is the final episode in this particular series. If you miss any of the shows, please subscribe and get caught up on what we've been talking about. All right, let's finish up. All right, so in the previous episode, we talked about the power of Facebook. I talked about the idea of Facebook being one of your major means of music marketing. Now, I recommended Facebook for a few reasons. First, Facebook has a huge number of active subscribers. Next, they present a number of tools to use video, audio, events, polling, messaging, and a lot more. Also, Facebook offers a ton of analytics data on the audience you're building or would like to connect with. So, again, those are just a few of the things that I feel that causes Facebook to be one of the strongest platforms you can market your music with. Now, none of these things I mentioned can help you if you don't have followers or enough people to get your material in front of. For that reason, I like to talk about sponsored content on Facebook. 
Yes, we're talking about paid advertising. Now, before you get all discouraged thinking that you don't have enough money to market your music or music-related services, let me tell you from the outset that marketing on Facebook can be very affordable. I mean, look, if you ordered a Starbucks drink this week or, I don't know, bought a burrito within the last week, yeah, you have enough money to invest in promoting your music. You can literally get an ad campaign going for about five bucks. No joke, five bucks to advertise on Facebook. And we'll talk about that more in just a moment. But before we do, let me tell you a quick story. At the top of the show, I alluded to the fact that I'm looking for a house. My wife and I have been looking to move into a new place. And just yesterday, she told me that her Facebook feed was full of real estate ads and pictures pictures of houses, which happened to be in the exact neighborhood and price range we've been looking for. It's a miraculous coincidence. Of course it's not. Uh, no, as we touched on last week, tracking cookies have determined that my wife's online behavior fits the profile of someone who's in the market for a house. And of course, they are absolutely right. Those who sponsor these ads are getting in front of the right people. In this case, it happens to be my wife and I who are actually interested in buying a house. And to, and to be honest, Whoever was responsible for these ads, they did such a good job in, in connecting with us. We actually went out to view one of the houses we found on Facebook, all due to ads we saw. Now, the thing is, we would have never heard about this particular house unless someone took the time and money to promote this house. And the thing is, we've seen tons and tons of houses. I've been on these websites searching things provided by my realtor, but I've never seen this particular house. So the point is, we were actually able to find something that we did not see before. Now, I want you to do a bit of homework today, and I'm going to give you a couple of homework assignments today. Here's an easy one. Check out your Facebook feed today. I want you to look at all of the posts on your page. You can look on mobile. You can look on desktop. Look for the word sponsored in the upper corner of all posts. I don't care if they came from your friends or if they just show up in your posts or whatever. Look for the word sponsored. Whenever you see that word, someone invested in getting those sponsored posts in front of people. And the point of this program today or this episode is to say that you can actually do the same thing. Facebook can put you in front of people who are willing to check out what you create, namely your music. But you may have to actually stick your neck out there and promote your music with actual money. Whoa. And yeah, it's a risk spending money, but it's something that I feel is absolutely necessary. Now, here's the thing. If you are not willing to spend money on promoting your music, why should people spend money on buying it? I'm going to ask that question again. Think about what I'm saying here. If you are not willing to spend money on promoting your music, why in the world are you looking for people to buy your music? You're looking for them to spend money on your music, but you're not willing to put the dollars out there to promote it. Something's wrong. 
Listen, this previous question is meant to shift your mindset into that of a business person, of an investor. If you're truly convinced that you're offering something of value, you'll put money behind it. Is it good enough to put money behind? The thought of spending money on advertising can really sober you up real fast. And that's because we all know that when the subject of spending money comes up, things get real. Right? So if you're hesitant to spend your own money on your music, you probably need to go back to the drawing board and to figure out whether or not you actually are offering your audience, for that matter, something of value. And I don't want to be all preachy with you guys, but I think this is this is a very important thing. Before you want anyone else to be a fan of yours, you need to be a raving fan of your own music. That sounds kind of self-serving and self-centered, but think about it. If you are not absolutely convinced that you are providing absolute great material, why in the world should someone else think that? And again, the litmus test here is spending money on promoting that music. All right, but let's assume that you are of the belief that your music is worth getting behind. I want to get into how you can set up your Facebook account in such a way that you can begin to promote your music. And we'll go through that part of it with some tips here today. And today's tips, they are brought to you by Swim, success with music. As I mentioned earlier, We are looking to do a lot more here at SWIM. We're looking to grow our program. We would like to include you into the program by featuring your music. We're going to be bringing different music experts on the show to give you different angles, different strategies on the music world. And it helps us a ton when you simply subscribe to the program. And if you can, subscribe through iTunes. If you happen to be on another platform, of course, you can do that with the platform of your choice. Also, it helps us out when you review the program. Your vote of confidence in us means everything to the people that see us online. So again, if you can, go ahead and leave us a review. You help us to continue on offering information and insight at absolutely zero cost. All right, so let's get back to these tips for today. And again, these tips are about kicking off your sponsored music campaign. Now, I am going to go through this information really fast. If I'm going too fast, it's a podcast. You can hit pause and walk through these steps one by one. But again, I'm going to walk you through what you need to do in order to set up your Facebook account so that you can begin to promote your music. So some of these things will be kind of technical. So if you happen to have your smartphone nearby, you can pull up your uh, your Facebook app, or if you're near a computer desktop or a laptop or whatever, you can go ahead and grab that and follow along. All right, you ready? All right, here we go. So first thing you need to do, of course, is log into your Facebook account and make sure you navigate to your personal your personal Facebook page. Now, the steps hereafter will presuppose that you have already set up your separate music page. We talked about that last week, setting up your separate music persona, your band page or whatever. That should be a separate entity, which can be found under the pages section within your personal Facebook page. You should see it over there on the left-hand side on desktop. 
And if you navigate to that little bottom right-hand button on your app, you should be able to see your page pop up there on your smart device. But we're not going there just yet. I'm just, again, giving you a quick review of what you should have already done per our conversation last week. All right. So you ready? So what we're going to do is go over to create ads. Now, in order to see this particular link within Facebook, if you are on desktop, go over to the far right side, upper right hand side of your screen. There's a little triangle, an upside down, upside down triangle. Click on that and you'll see a whole bunch of things underneath that, um, that little drop down window. Scroll down to create ads. If you happen to be on a mobile device, go to the sandwich menu icon. If you ever hear someone say sandwich menu, it's the three uh, bars, the three horizontal bars. I guess like a sandwich, right? A little bread, meat, whatever. Um, go down to the right-hand corner of your mobile device. You'll see the sandwich menu icon. Click on that, and that will take you to the area where you can see create ads. Of course, click on that. Now, you'll be redirected to a page called Ads Manager. Now, one quick note here. I am assuming that you have never set up your Facebook account for creating ads. So that's what this whole tip section today is all about. All right. So again, click on ads manager. Now you're going to see a whole new page load up. You're going to be taken away from your typical homepage on Facebook. Now you're going to be again on this ad ads manager deal here. And for those of you who are using desktop, You'll see a brand new page load up. For those of you who are using mobile, you can actually go to your app store and download a version of this to where you can actually manage all of your ads, get data on your ads and things like that through a separate app. Just FYI, you can do it with your mobile device within your Facebook app. But if you want to get a lot more involved with this, you can download a separate app. So just look for it in the app store. And when you go to the app store, look for an app called Facebook ads. All right. So let's get back to it. Once you're on the ads manager page, don't do anything. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. What I want you to do is go click the button, the sandwich icon near the name ads manager, that main menu button. And again, please ignore everything else on the page. There's a whole bunch of things that you can dive into. We're not going to get into that for right now because, again, we need to set your account up to where it can function on a sponsored level. All right. So upon clicking that sandwich icon, again, those three horizontal lines, this button will take you to setting up your ads account. Now, on this new page here, you're going to click on add account settings. Upon doing that, here's what you're going to do. You're going to see a whole bunch of fields in this particular screen. Now, at the top there, you're going to have account name. You can put whatever account name that you want in there. It can be band, music promotion, whatever. You can call it whatever you want. It's not terribly important. Now, you are going to click yes for are you buying ads for a business purpose. Then you enter your name there next. You see like the, the official business name area there? It says if you don't have an official name, of course, put your name in there. So 
most of you will not have some kind of official business name or LLC or what have you. So go ahead and put your name in that field. Put in your personal address information. And towards the bottom there, uh, there's a question about, are you an ad agency buying ads on behalf of an advertiser? Click no there. And there's some tax information, uh, depending on where you are in the world and what have you, you may be required to put in some tax information, but the vast majority of us uh, will not have to uh, be concerned with that. Now you will be, oh, sorry, click save. And then now you'll be taken to the previous page. Now on that previous page, just below add account settings, we have billing and payment methods. So we need to go there to set up how you're going to pay for your ad. So go ahead and click on billing and payment methods. Now, once you're there, click on add payment method. From there, of course, you will fill out your preferred payment method like you would anything else online. You can even use things like PayPal. All right, so once you fill in all of your information, click continue. And that is it. You should be set up to run your ad campaigns on Facebook. All right, so what you're going to need to do in order to run your ad campaigns is navigate back to the ad manager page. Now, here is where your homework is going to begin because there's a lot on this page. If I were to go through every single item on this page, this podcast could go on for six hours. Ain't nobody got time for that. So go back to that page and I want you to look at some of the things that are there. Um, you're going to think, see things like web traffic, conversion leads, all kinds of stuff. Here's what you should do. Look up some YouTube videos on creating your first Facebook ad or things like basic Facebook ad setup. So again, don't worry about looking up things about filling, uh, setting up your account information. That's already been done. You want to look for things that talk about building your first ad. Now, the reason why I'm not going through all this detail with you is because we discussed earlier that Facebook offers a huge number of options to market yourself. So it's not about just having that sponsored box pop up on someone's screen, there are a ton of things that that box can do. It can feature a video ad. It can have an image ad. It can be a post boost, as they call it. What happens when they click the ad? There are a number of different options. So that's why I want you to go off and do some of your own homework because each of you will have different circumstances. And I don't want to, I don't want to assume that how you want to market your Facebook campaign will be the same as another musician. Having said that, though, I do believe that there are a few things that will apply to everyone with respect to starting your ad campaign on Facebook. Here's the first thing. When you start when you start setting up your ads, you're going to find three major containers, if you will, within Facebook. I'm calling them containers. That's just kind of my phrasing for it. But what you need to know is that within Facebook, there are three major levels with respect to setting up your ad. You have the ad campaign, you have the ad group, and then you have the ads. 
So an example of this for those of you who are living in the United States, it's almost like saying, "Hey, you live in the U.S., but you reside in the state of I don't know California, and in California you live in the city of Los Angeles." So in other words, the Facebook campaign is the kind of the same way. The campaign itself is the larger thing. It's the country. It's the overarching. Container for what you're doing. Now, within that, you can have different little groups of initiatives within that campaign, and then further down within each group, you can have a very specific ad that you are launching. So, again, within Facebook, it usually works within this three. Tiered system. Now, let's talk about the campaign level overall. This this is a top level. When you set up your ads, you will be given the opportunity to set your budget. Now, earlier I mentioned that you can actually market your business for as little as five bucks. This is where you would make that designation. On a daily basis, you can set your ad budget to be whatever you want. But when starting off, personally, I would recommend just five bucks. Don't go spend twenty-five dollars per day. That's a lot of money. If you don't know what you're doing, start off with a campaign that's set for five dollars. So what that means is that everything within that campaign, no matter how many ad groups and how many ads you have within your campaign, you can have fifty different. Ads within the campaign, like different images, different videos, but no matter what happens, the overall campaign cannot spend more than five bucks a day. So, at a high level, if I were you, I would set the ad campaign at five bucks, and that again will restrict. The overall spending for your ads. Next thing under the budget and schedule area. You can determine how long your ads will go. So I mentioned five bucks per day as my recommendation. Well, you can have that ad campaign go on for two days, three days, one week, one month. Just make sure you do your math and set the length of your campaign to the appropriate time frame. So, for instance, if you run your ad for one week and your ad budget is five bucks a day. Help me out with the math here. That's thirty-five dollars. Are you following me? So the point being is that you want to make sure that when you set up your ad campaign, don't just set up five bucks per day, put some ads out there, and you go away and forget about it, because you can look up a month from now and have thirty-something days multiplied by five. And if you didn't budget for that, that would suck. So again, make sure you. Restrict how long you want your ads to run. All right, so the, here's the biggest one that here's the biggest thing that I believe that will help you with your ad campaign with Facebook. It's all found under the audience setting. Now there are a number of things that you can set up here. One, you can put in where your audience is. So, in other words, if you feel that the people who will get behind your music, if they're here in the U.S., if they're in Canada, if they're in Australia, you can desert. You can set that here in this area. If, for instance, they are in a particular state or city. You can actually put that designation in the geographic portion under audience. So this is a phenomenal tool 
So, for instance, and this is just a hypothetical, but if you were doing a show in Denver, Colorado, you can set up your ad campaign overall to reach only the people who are on Facebook in Denver, Colorado, because you're doing a show there on the first of the month or whatever. So the point is, this allows you to geographically go after certain people. Now, conversely, I've run um, ads in the past where I I had it worldwide. I don't know why I did that, but I did that once where I had a worldwide campaign and I realized I was getting a lot of traffic from overseas in places that people, I don't know if they were just clicking on because they're clicking on the ads because they're interested or what have you, but they weren't spending any money. They weren't adding anything to my fan base. And every time they clicked on my ad, I was spending money. So I realized, well, wait a minute. I don't need a billion visitors from X country. I felt trying to build an audience in that particular part of the world wasn't advantageous for me at that point. You don't want to make your audience too big to the point where their presence in your social media world is not advantageous. Next, you can also put a designation on the age and gender of the people that you want to reach. Again, another story. I was running some ads before and I realized after getting the data, the analytics that we talked about, that for some odd reason, my ad (laughs) was appealing to uh, a lot of older people. I don't know why that was the case. So that caused me to look at what kind of ads was I putting out? Clearly, I wasn't reaching the millennials with my ad, so something was wrong there. So the point being is that if you are targeting a certain age group, you want millennials or you want middle-aged people or you want younger kids for your Kids Bop 2000 mix, whatever, you can put that designation here in this particular area. Now, here's the biggest one under audience. I mean, the biggest one. Play around with the settings related to detailed targeting. This is where the magic happens. All right. So do you remember earlier when I was talking about the idea that my wife and I are looking to buy a house? How in the world did Facebook know to start sending her Facebook page ads related to buying houses? Well, some sponsored ad person in this particular area entered in information relative to behaviors associated with buying a home. So in other words, in this particular area under the audience selection, you can actually start to put in parameters that will help you identify that audience member you're looking for, whether it be someone that's interested in buying music or you put in terms like iTunes or you put in in things like concerts, or you put in the names of music artists, maybe competing music artists or artists that are similar to what you do. This, again, is where the magic happens. This is how you get your ad in front of the right person versus that person that does not fit your audience profile. So I'm hoping that you'll begin to see that by selecting all of these parameters, where where 
in the world this person lives, the age of this person, maybe the gender of this person, um, you know, what kind of music they listen to, or if they are into online streaming, or if they're into Spotify, or if they're into Pandora or some other type of platform, if they're into this particular kind of artist, here's another sweet thing you can do. Let's say, for instance, your music is on iTunes specifically. I'm just using them as an example. You can even go as far as saying, I only want to reach people who use iOS devices, iPhones, iPads, Macs. You can literally define your parameters down to the device people are connecting with online. Think about what I'm saying. So that if you have links in your ass going to iTunes, well, that's not going to be advantageous for an Android user, right? So you would basically select those people out of the mix and only go after iOS users. Think about what I'm saying here. This is just an example, but you can get very, very specific as to who you're going to reach with your with your ad campaign. And again, I, I'm literally just touching the surface here. We're at the campaign level right now. I've yet to go very deep into this. Think about the power of what I'm talking about now. So let me take you back a few episodes. Remember that Times Square scenario that I gave you? You're not just running out into the middle of the street and just screaming something randomly to strangers. No, you are now specifically going up to that person who has been pre-selected based off of all of the things that you put in there. So the point is, your marketing efforts are only as successful as your search criteria or your audience criteria. So that's why you need to go back and look at those videos because it's really on you now to figure out who's my audience. Facebook will give you the tools, but you need to figure out what, who are these people? Man, this is, this is, uh, I'm telling you, this is an amazing way to get your music in front of the right people. All right. Maybe I'm way too excited, but I'm excited for you. All right. So one more thing here. Once you have gone through your audience selection process and you can create an ad group. To me, ad groups are pretty simple. You can, there are a few, a few things you can kind of play around at that level, but I'm going to skip over the ad group section for a moment because that's kind of the middle tier that I mentioned. The final area here will be getting down to creating an ad within that group. So in that area, when you're creating ads, my advice to you is to create multiple ads. So in other words, if you have an image ad for your music, Create different image ads or you can keep the image the same and then maybe play around with different text above and below the ad. We call that copy in the marketing business, copywriting, not the copywriting for protecting your music, but copywriting like writing on a paper. Play around with the copy on your ad. Use different phrasing for the headline. If you're doing video ads, try different video ads. Maybe try one type of video ad. Try another type of video ad. Uh, a word about video ads. Make sure that they're short. No one's going to watch a two-minute video. Make it 15 seconds. Make it 30 seconds. A minute video, I think that's kind of long for Facebook. Play around these things so you can figure out what appeals to people the most. Now, the beauty of this is if you create, as I mentioned earlier, a ton of different ads, one ads, one ad that has this image, one ad that has this kind of headline, this ad has a video, this ad has this. 
it doesn't matter how many ads you have. Your overall campaign will restrict you from spending too much money. So the point is you can have a whole bunch of ads, but you don't have to worry about people clicking on all of them and blowing up your wallet because there are so many clicks. Your campaign settings will limit that. But in within that world or within that structure, you'll begin to see among those ads, let's say one, two, three, four, and five. Well, hey, number three is doing pretty well. People are responding to it. Well, over time, what you're going to do is then maybe get rid of number one and number five, maybe roll in number six, number seven, have those run together, see which ones are more popular, maybe keep three out there, but maybe six now is doing really well. The point is, as you're going along, you're going to start to get data on what people are responding to. When you get that data, you're going to find out in your metrics area, in your analytics area, where are they coming from? What part of the country? What part of the world? If you open it up a little bit, a bit further, what are the ages for these people? Are they sharing your ad? Are they liking your ad? Did they click on the links in your ad? And on and on and on. There is so much that you can do for your music in this particular space. All right. Uh, I've given a lot of detail today, so I'm not going to go any further. I think your face will explode if I do. But final thing, I already mentioned it earlier, go back and do some homework on your own. Watch a few YouTube clips. There's various strategies out there for different things. I was looking at a clip today about Facebook advertising. I spent, I don't know, five minutes looking at a video. And the cool part about it, you can get screenshots. I mean, right here in the podcast, I try to give you guys a start today. But when you actually look at the YouTube video, you'll see someone clicking on the create ad button and what it looks like and where it is on the screen. So again, I encourage you to go through that that um, that process so that you can see it in real time and figure out how other people are making their ads more successful. And when you do, you will be more successful marketing your music to one of the largest audiences out there, the Facebook audience. This series has been fun. I wish we can continue on, but I don't want to spend so much time on one topic. I think we spent a lot of time already. We'll revisit next week with new content, new things we'll get into. But in the meantime, if you have a question about anything, anything that we discussed here, anything music related, anything related to your music career, performance, whatever, send those questions to this email address. Ask at success with music.com ask at success with music.com don't forget you can also send your links for your music tracks your original music tracks by the way and who knows maybe we'll put your music on the air yo it's been fun but i gotta go and figure out how to buy a house and i'm hoping that i can buy it with five dollars <laughs> you know what i'm saying if I can buy an ad on Facebook for five bucks, why not a house? You feel me? Of course you do. In this life, that is my dream.